0: everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. I am kind of feeling better. Um, I tried to record an episode last week. Um, Unfortunately, I caught COVID. It finally got to me. I believe I had the um, new variant. So if my voice sounds a little different or a little deeper, it's because I'm still recovering. But I did try to record last week problem with trying to record was i had a really bad cough for a period of four and a half five days and within that it took my throat out i had a severe sore throat which i still feel and i tried to record and get through talking but about five to eight minutes into doing that i started coughing uncontrollably and it was just no point to even record the episode Um, So I did get COVID, and I missed a week from recording because of that, and uh, I'd like to thank everyone for the wishes and the get well wishes. It didn't really hit me bad. I had basically a cough and a sore throat and a slight loss of appetite, but I kind of bounced back, and I'm taking another week to recover fully because it's cold out where I live, and... Going out into the cold with the remainder of the sore throat can lead to other things like strep throat, and that's the last thing I want is another week of feeling sick and crappy. So, I'd uh, like to thank everyone that took the time on Instagram wishing me get well. Um, so, now I'm trying to give you this episode that I had planned out, and this week you'll get two episodes because I'm a little behind. But in the world of news and the paranormal and news in general, Unfortunately, last night, Bob Saget, comedian from Full House, it had passed away. Um, their reports is that they do not know what happened yet. They found him in a hotel room in Jacksonville, I believe, where he was doing a show at some sort, and they found him and passed away. So, rest in peace, Bob Saget. He was a great comedian. I remember him most, not from the show Full House, but from the America's Funniest Videos. Me and my family would watch that. A lot and I just remember him on there and it's uh, sad at 65 when you hear something like that 65 years old is predominantly pretty young researchers as per IGN are studying a way to dim the Sun climate modelers are looking at different variables regarding projected effects of climate change with some modulars pitching with ideas of blocking the Sun rays however this would have devastating effects on the planet And it's only theoretical. So that's my news for today. Unfortunately, some of it is sad with Bob Saget passing away. And this report from IGN about the sun. Now, the episode I wanted to give you is actually based on something that has been leading up to this point of 2022. And I'm going to start with this. When I was a kid growing up, I took on a love and a liking for video games. I remember when my mother bought me my first system, and the first system I ever had was Nintendo. And she got me Nintendo, and I remember sitting down and playing Super Mario Man, the original Mario Man, his first little pixelated Mario running around the the you know the lands of the Mushroom Kingdom trying to find Peach in Endless Castles or Princess Daisy or whatever she was and playing that game to the T. And at three or four years old, my mom said that I was able to complete the game or get to the highest level, some levels that she couldn't get to, and I would be locked in. And I was locked in at that age. Um, <coughs> excuse me, still the effects of COVID. Um, and then Super Nintendo came out, and I think I had went off on another tangent with Super Nintendo. Now, to Super Nintendo's credit, and I promise you guys I'll be getting to the point, I just have to include video games because it correlates with the episode. When I got Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo was, to Nintendo's credit, the one system that had so many games at that time period. It was, what, mid-90s, early 90s, mid-90s? Um, Going into 2000s, um, Super Nintendo had endless games. I remember when I first got it, I started off with Super Mario World. And I had gotten Mega Man and all these other games. And I played and played and played. I was a typical boy. I would come home from school And go right into my room and start playing video games. And then when my mom got home around 5, 5.30, that's when I would knock out the homework unless the homework was doable. And then I would um, go right back to playing video games. And my Saturdays and Sundays were, you know, filled with video games when my mom let me if we didn't have to do any type of shopping. And I had to tag along because I didn't have the option to stay home. I had to go with her up until a certain point. So, Super Nintendo, Nintendo, and then PlayStation came out. And then, you know, the rest. From PlayStation, we had PlayStation 2, we got Xbox, we got Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, we got up to PlayStation 4, Xbox 1, and then we got up to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S we have Nintendo switch and through the incorporation and the evolution of these video games we also got virtual reality where we were able to take our phones and put them into a goggle and connect them to this goggle um, headset and go into virtual reality world games that we can download that were maybe anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes long depending on what you were using PlayStation got the VR headset for the PlayStation 4, which, to my knowledge, wasn't a great success, but it was bought for the most part and used. Um, Some crazy games were out for that. I never purchased them. They were a little bit too pricey. This is basically a price of another system. Um, In all reality, I'm waiting for the PS5s to get those out and possibly buy those. But the headsets were coming out for the systems and the most famous one to my knowledge is the Oculus which is a headset that you can set up and play via Facebook. Now I've tried one of the headsets um, but this headset that I tried in particular was the headset where you can hook your phone into the goggles and it looked somewhat real but I've never tried a full-on virtual reality set where the goggles are the only thing you need, and you just synced up with something. Now, Oculus is synced up with Facebook, so when you go onto Facebook and sign in, everything is conjoined, and you can buy games, and you could play certain games like Dark, you know, Star Wars and all this stuff, and I've never tried those, but I've heard it's pretty crazy. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is we are starting to integrate social media with virtual reality or as some people call it too, augmented reality, where we have the real life, real life, and real world coming together as one. And there's actually a Ghostbusters game I downloaded when the movie came out, um, similar to Pokemon Go, where your phone is viewing the area, and a ghost or Pokemon will come out through your phone camera lens, and you can see the Virtual Reality or Augmented Reality, Slimer, and or Pokemon and catch them, you know, and that's how the game works. So we're intertwining video games and virtual reality and bringing it into the the real world through our games and our phones. But it looks like Facebook is actually trying to take it a step further. Facebook uh, announced recently, within the last month or two, that they will be changing their name to Meta and incorporating a different type of style of communication with people. And it looks like they're trying to take it a step further where, let's say, myself can jump into a virtual reality world and physically see some of my friends via virtual reality. And it's a step closer to what the movie Matrix basically told us what would happen, where computers would do certain things, say certain things, and eventually think a little bit more than we want them to, and we're going to have this Matrix-esque type world. Is it possible? Well, we're seeing it. We are glued to technology, and I myself don't really take part in the virtual reality stuff too much. I don't have the extra money to buy this type of stuff. I rather buy a 60 to $70 game and play it <clears throat> for the most part, as opposed to buying a $300 system, then having to buy games and have the room to do this virtual reality. But, you know, I'm not into the virtual reality, but some people are, and they talk about it, and they're always on this headset taking themselves out of the physical life into virtual reality. So I I feel like we are actually headed towards a world where virtual reality is going to be predominantly a thing. And with, in the past year and a half, two years, with the pandemic going on these Zoom conference calls, I wouldn't be surprised within the next 10 to 15 years when virtual reality is completely mastered that you actually have to physically put on a headset and have meetings or be at work via virtual reality because that's the road we're going down. Now remember, Facebook, or what we're gonna call it soon, I don't know when that officially begins or if it's just Facebook known as Meta. um, I don't have Facebook, so I don't really know how it really works. Um, I basically have a page where I can use it to play games on my phone. I don't go on it, I'm not logged in. So I don't really know how it works, to be honest with you, but I don't know if it's called Meta. I know some people tell me Meta is at the bottom of the page or the settings when you scroll, but it's still called Facebook. The icon hasn't changed in the apps um, page on the phone, so I don't really know. But (laughs) Facebook is a social media outlet where companies and employees list their jobs and so on and so forth. So it is very possible that companies will soon use Facebook... That if there's scenarios of storms or future pandemics, which I can foresee, and if I've received this going on pretty much for another five years or more. That's my opinion and a topic that I don't want to get into. But at this rate, we're never going to end with COVID. And I foresee Facebook trying to master techniques to get people to integrate their companies into their website fully. And throwing on headsets so that Zoom will now be virtual reality where you can physically see a person. And maybe it'll be something like the Nintendo Wii. Now, if you remember the Nintendo Wii, you had to make this thing called an Amiibo character. um, Something to that extent, or a Wii character. And you kind of made it look like you, even though it's very very cartoonish. And you would put your characters into certain games, like Wii bowling, so on and so forth. There's a possibility Facebook may take this technology, make you create yourself, or even take a photo or video scan of yourself throw it into a chat room with your VR headset and you're able to physically see the person there. Because with Zoom, you do know that you don't have to have your camera on unless your company requires it because they can know you're not really there if you're not physically talking or whatever the case may be. But if you have a virtual reality headset and your boss has a virtual reality headset, you can actually see that person is there walking around with the headset and is in their house talking to you, taking part of a business endeavor and your boss would know you're there because you have the headset on unless you happen to be risky and be somewhere else like on a beach with a headset on which i don't think the wi-fi or connection would be that great and you would look like an idiot if you were on the beach with a headset but i feel like in this life where we are headed and the technology we have we are heading in the direction where augmented reality virtual reality is going to become a thing and the technology is a hundred percent there We've seen it with the evolution of the the headsets. We are on Oculus 2 now. PS5 is trying to release their headset and the release date is to be determined. I keep checking on that. But PlayStation 5 is trying to release a virtual reality headset for the new uh, new gen consoles. And... We're seeing the evolution of virtual reality and I would see and feel that with the evolution of gaming that virtual reality is bound to be the next step In gaming and in life and with all the announcements of this Technology this metaverse technology Facebook changing over and everything we have now. It's just Evident that it's going to be happening in the future Um, Now to add to all this We've already seen um, crazy things that movies have showed us with technology and augmented reality. Now, I was talking about Pokemon Go, which was a, a famous game for a five to six month stretch back in 2016. Um, I, for myself, played it, and I'm not af- afraid to admit that I am a huge fan of Pokemon. I grew up with Pokemon, and... Um, From eighth grade to into high school and played the games heavy so I'm a fan because of the game and the show but the game mainly because I remember when Pokemon came out for Game Boy and they announced the game coming out um, one of my friends at the time had a head start on me Um, his name was Alex and he got the Pokemon red and I think I had Pokemon Blue or whatever it was. And uh, I begged my mom because it was about a week and a half before my birthday or Christmas. And I was asking, please let me have it early. Please let me have it early. It's, it's, you know, I got to get a head start. It's a game where, you know, you got to beat everything. And and she refused to give it to me early. Um, but finally, I got the Game Boy Color and I got the Pokemon game. And I played the shit out of that game. Um... So I'm a fan of Pokemon because of the game, not just the show. I stopped watching the show, obviously, a long, long time ago. But um, when Pokemon came out, Pokemon Go, in 2016, many people were playing it and doing this augmented reality where through your phone you can see a Pokemon in front of you. We have actually seen in concerts the most famous one that I can recall and remember, Tupac Shakur dancing on stage with Snoop Dogg. And if you watch this from a YouTube video, you would 100% believe that Snoop was dancing with Tupac. And I cannot imagine seeing that live in person because it would have been scary to see that. They must have practiced it. The syncs were all lined up, the choreograph of the dancing. Um, It's still on YouTube. You just type in Snoop, Snoop, Dog Dances with Tupac or Tupac CGI or whatever the case and you will find this video I'm speaking of. So, the technology to do certain things has been around and now we are starting to critique it and borderline master it and we are headed in a direction where I firmly believe that things will be taking place solely on virtual reality. Now, I've been giving Joe Rogan a plug a lot because he is a person that I like to listen to in podcasts. He has similar interests with um, UFOs and certain types of things, and one gentleman he had on recently was talking about actually buying space and reserving it, particularly for virtual reality. Now, I don't know when and how we're going to get to that level where we're buying or, or renting or having virtual reality property or retail, but that sounds pretty crazy, but we are headed in that direction with that type of lifestyle. It's evident, it's in the news, it's in video games, it's in magazines, and we're heading in that direction. So can we be heading in the direction of a Matrix-esque life? Now, speaking of Matrix, I have to include this. I recently deleted it because it's basically a demo, but there is a video game company or developers called Unreal Engine 5. They've made a couple of games. One that I remember them making is one of the Mortal Kombat's, which looks pretty crazy, as if the it was a movie, but you were playing a video game with the characters fighting. Um, they've recently, remade, um, recently made a demo that shows the... Upgrade in technology and the probability and possibility uh, for games to come, where they use the Matrix movie and use Keanu Reeves and the woman that was with uh, him in the movie. Don't know her name, very sorry to her. Um, not really the biggest Matrix fan, to be honest with you. But in the beginning, it's like Keanu Reeves talking, and I couldn't tell if it was really him or a video game version of him. That's how realistic it looked. And they used parts of the Matrix movie, the original, to show and had the older Keanu Reeves and the younger Keanu Reeves taken from the movie and then they took the actual movie clip of him and put it into a CGI. (coughs) Excuse me. And then had older Keanu Reeves standing next to his younger self from Matrix 1 and I still couldn't tell if any of those Keanu Reeves young or old, were the actual Keanu Reeves. Um, it was crazy. And then it took you into a video game play of a car chase scene where you're shooting out of a car at the Agent Smith's or whatever the case. And then it, it was lets you walk around a city um, where the city can be played during the night and daytime where you can change the um, time of day and climate and you can just walk or fly around the city. And it looked super realistic. That it, when you had the option to take off and fly around the city, the skylines looked insanely real. You can actually fly up to a building window and look in the window. And they had things set up. Like random windows with different things. Like the time they took just to make this demo was crazy. And the the details were meticulous in just this. And this is just to show people, gamers, what they can do in the future. Now, if the next GTA will be like this, people will be in a virtual city, physically playing with their character. Um, Third-person view, I believe it's called. And being in a city, playing a game where, you know, you're basically doing mobster-esque-like things or you're choosing to be good because the latest Grand Theft Auto, it's become so crazy what you can do where you can just go into this game and run around the city and choose to be violent, choose to be a peacekeeper. There are people that play that game now um, and they go around the city doing certain things and there's a certain group of people that are the police and they keep the peace from people from doing crazy things in the game and then there's people that just go about doing jobs like... Driving people in a taxi or an ambulance, um, EMTs. And it's crazy what people can do in GTA. I, I tried it out on Xbox for a very short time, but I got such a late start to that game that I'd walk around down the street and instantly got shot by like an RPG. I'm like, all right, this is stupid. But people have that game down to a science now where they're actually playing a game that takes place in a city with a large map. And that's what they do. They log on to the game and they have their character that they made with their money and their weapons and so on and so forth. And they're playing a different life in a completely made-up city uh, in, the, in the form of Grand Theft Auto. And in the future, we are headed to something bigger as far as video games, virtual reality, or meta. Metaverse. It's um, not just the name of Facebook. We are headed into a metaverse. Um, It's already happening. We are on a pedestal going in that direction. We are borderline there. And I feel like this is the step we are headed into. Um, The final point I wanted to make for this episode is the sure fact that there are people that strongly believe that at some point in the future, we may be able to plug in ourselves into a computer And have our consciousness exist within a computer forever unless the computer, something happens to that. Now, there are people that believe this. I can't fathom that idea actually happening because I don't know how that would work. Your brain is a very complex and still unstudied part of our body. Um, We don't know how to fix paralysis unless it's something with stem cells, which is only predominantly used overseas um, and not used here in the United States for some reason. But in Europe and overseas, the stem cell happens to be working and having promising results um, to fix paralysis. Um, People are brain dead and they don't know how to save people that are brain dead and how to revive the brain. Um, There are things about the brain that we don't understand. We've started studying through the years knowing what side of the brain can cause certain things. Your feelings, your emotions, your taste, your touch, memories and so on and so forth. But to put yourself, your consciousness, like myself talking, me, Billy, my personality, my consciousness and everything I love and feel that I know into a computer and let the computer me be through the computer is it's to me is impossible. I feel like when I leave this earth and find out what happens after, you know, I take my belief of religion and hopefully that's what you know, I'm my faith takes me and, you know, we have this great beyond with a with a Jesus and a God. You know, hopefully that when I kick the bucket, that's what I see, or it may be something else. But I don't think when you leave, your consciousness will go into a computer, and that's where you're going to be. I think when you're done, you're done. And whatever is uploaded or downloaded to a computer will be just like a video game. You're putting personalities into a video game of a character, and that character will always say and do the same stuff. I play uh, a game. Um, big fan of it, got put onto it by a, a good friend of mine, one of my best friends, Tony, uh, put me onto a game called Animal Crossings, which is almost the subject we're talking about, where you have a island and you have to build things and have a community and you're just taking care of the island life and when you get past a certain part of the game, all that's really left is to just take care of your island and do daily chores, you're not building things no more, <clears throat> I'm at that point in the game, I've played the game well over a year and a half, um, and you know, that's it, and the conversations you have with the islanders on that game, uh, Animal Crossings, is predominantly the same conversations, they updated some of the talk of characters, when you talk with them, what they would say and do, sometimes it was the same repetitive things, um, That's all it would be if you did have the capability of uploading yourself into a computer. It would be whatever you used to say or do, but it wouldn't be you. It's impossible that your consciousness can um, be into a computer and you'll be able to live forever through a computer. You wouldn't be able to taste or touch or physically do anything. You would just be inside of a computer unless they figured out some really science fiction type thing of putting yourself into a virtual reality world like uh, Ready Player One, which I haven't seen. I've just read about it and um, where you're in this universe where you can pick characters and be like the uh, Master Chief from Halo and run around and do whatever, but... We're talking about things that physically have no way of being done um, unless some crazy scientist or doctor comes up with that. But we are definitely headed to a new era where you'll be seeing the Zoom conference calls probably become something like virtual reality. Where instead of seeing a face on a screen, you'll actually be able to physically see a virtual person that works in a company. And that is 100% my prediction um, for the next coming 10 to 15 maybe max 20 years as technology and virtual and augmented reality is becoming more of a thing so that does it for this episode of the say what again Billy podcast uh, i like to thank everybody bearing with me for some of the coughing through the episode and my voice sounding slightly different i am in fact still recovering from covid um, I'm gonna give you guys another episode this week. <coughs> So feel free to listen to this one and then an extra episode because I'm behind. Um, I will be talking next episode about my paranormal experiences. I've actually never talked about some of my paranormal experiences of what happened to me in, in so far a season and a half. Um, my second season, and my last season, I haven't talked about actual things that happened to me and I haven't talked about paranormal in quite some time so we're going to bounce back to that and I'm going to tell you some of my paranormal experiences from some of the places I visited. Um, I recall giving you guys places I've been and just brief descriptions or things but I'll be talking about some actual things that have happened to me and evidence that I've gathered because I have not um, talked about that yet so I'll be giving that to you in the next episode but I hope you enjoyed this episode and this episode was possible from Anchor. I like to thank Anchor every episode because they are the ones that gave me the opportunity to give you my paranormal podcast. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an app that you can download that's entirely free. You can download it on your phone, laptop, or tablet and get your podcast idea out there. They give you all the tools they need that you need for them to get your podcast out there on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and many other outlets. So if you have a podcast idea, Anchor is the app that you can use that's entirely free to get your podcast idea out there into the universe. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.